Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Off the Glass Podcast presented by the Griffcast. My name is Nolan Hopkins. I'm here with Curtis Petschke, and today we're going to be discussing the second round of the NBA playoffs as well as the discussion on the referees and who is the most valuable player in the playoffs. So, without further ado, let's go. back again hello everybody hi um starting off this week's episode with some somber news um sad news disappointing yeah. news curtis would you, i'll give you the honors sad day here on the pod unfortunately i have to announce to the listeners out there today that we fell short of our goal this season and we lost our last intramural game last night getting bounced in the first round of the playoffs very disappointed, it, especially in Curtis. It really did not s- score enough points for it us really, to win. No, I'll take I'll take some blame. That was I did <laughs> I bad shooting performance last night by me. No, I think I hit rim once on like five of my threes. Yeah, you so. know it's it was just it wasn't our night. You know we were we kept it really close too. I thought we, we had a good defensive game. I think we were we were only down by three at one point. Yeah, that was no. pretty cool. And it was like three minutes left in the game. I think we were we were still within reach of like a two possessions, like a couple buckets here or there. Maybe we get it to go, but. It just doesn't fall our way. There's always next season, though. Yeah, thank keep, you. Know. So uh, to all of our Los Angeles Fakers out, fans out there, we'll be back. Yeah, thank you for supporting us. Um, yeah. You know, the hard-fought season, You know, the team we lost to is actually the fourth time they they beat us this season. It was the fourth time. <laughs> yeah, and you know what they say, you know, it's hard, it's hard to beat a team four times, but they, they did They made it. it look pretty easy, though. I'll yeah, tell you that. yeah, they definitely <laughs> did, because they beat us four times pretty handedly as well. It's funny because they were like the fourth seed, and I think I would have rather played the two or three seed over them because no, I feel like they were they were just a strong team. Definitely, but whatever. I'm not mad. I'm not bitter. It's whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, at, at the end of the day, it just came down to talent level, and we just seriously lack a lot of talent on our team. Yeah, heart can only get you so far. I think exactly. We we won what three games? I think. Yeah. Oh, uh, maybe I think. I think we won two, and one was like a no-show. Oh, yeah, one yeah. was forfeit. <laughs> but hey, man, hey, we, we tried our best. We gave it our all. We really, you know, we left everything on the court. Just at the end of the day, we just kind of all kind of suck at basketball. And that's just what it comes down to. When you put it that way, yeah. Okay, <laughs> so let's start talking about some good basketball. Yep. Um, speaking of basketball playoffs, playoffs, obviously we are in the second round, the conference semifinal round. Where we talked about this last week, we love these matchups. Yeah, the, the especially in the East, you know, this is what we wanted to see all season. We have the four best teams in the East: Boston and Milwaukee, Philly and Toronto, mm-hmm. and then over in the West, we have Houston, Golden State, yep, and Portland, Denver. So the, you could say that you know these are the eight teams that should be in this round, and they all are. So that's yeah, for that that's great news. Congrats, right you made it. Yeah, seriously. You get... Clap, yeah. Um, so right now, most most series have gone two games, with the exception of uh, Portland-Denver, which yep. game two is tonight. Um, they were a little late to the party. Yeah, so Boston, and that's only because Denver played in game seven, seven against San yeah. Antonio. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bo- Boston. 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 Drop the bridge. One game one. Yep, 120, 112 to ninety. Thoroughly dominated Milwaukee on their home court. Yeah, as I said, in the Fifth Serve Forum Arena, which is a really I don't like that name. It's a weird name. Fifth Serve Forum, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So they took game one. Milwaukee responded last night by taking game two. Giannis went gotcha. off um, over in Golden State on the West Coast. After a very controversial game one, which led to a lot of you know Rockets players and fans calling for the heads of NBA officials everywhere, um, they, again, lost game two last night. Yes. Uh, Philly-Toronto. Toronto took game one. Again, by a pretty wide margin, they dominated Philly, um, won game two, uh, close game late. They won by five. And then Portland-Denver, Denver took game one. Yes. Uh, Nikola Jokic dropping 30-plus in that game. So that's where we stand right now. So let's move. Let, let's talk about probably the most intriguing series yes. in the West, which is Golden State and Houston. Yes. Um, tell me a little about last night's game first. We'll start there. Last night's game was very interesting from the start because we had the two you debate you could debate this a little bit but the two best players on each team are the two this two like head of each team so you could say the two yeah. captains James Harden and Steph Curry both get injured. Yep. Um, Harden got hit in the face and left for a bit of time and then Curry got hit in the finger his like middle finger on his I don't know if it was a shooting hand or. Got him the middle finger. He left to go get it taped up during the game two. So that was a question of who, if they were coming back or what was the or the story. They both checked in at the same time, then back into the game later on. And overall, though, the, like the Warriors had a very well-rounded game. If you look at the stat line, you had three players: Curry, Clay, and KD, all in the twenties. Um, I think KD topped it off with twenty-nine. Um, Clay had 21 and Curry had 20, I believe. I can confirm that. But also finishing off was first time since 19, the 1970-71 season for Golden State that every single member of their starting five scored 15 or more points. Yeah, that was, as I say, um, Draymond's had a very good series so far, averaging a double-double in both games. Um, but yeah, Draymond dropped 15, and then Iggy dropped 16. So a very, very good production of their starting five for the Warriors. From last night's game, um, overall though I, th- I think I, if you look back at game one real quick, game one I think the Rockets got robbed. Last night I think was overall a good game, but the Warriors just played consistently better. Just played they, they both played very very good, but the Warriors just held that lead. Yeah, I think it was just an easy. And it's one fifteen to one hundred nine, so it's a six point game. It looks closer than it was, but I feel like the Warriors held the pace of it. For the majority, and it, it didn't. It wasn't as close as people thought. It's a looks. Yeah, no, and even just looking at the box score, it's it's it's, it's actually kind of crazy. You know, if you just look at the percentages, Houston shot forty six percent from the field. Yep. Golden State shot forty six as well. Mm-hmm. But then this is the part that's a little weird. Houston shot forty two percent from three. They hit seventeen threes. Golden State only hit eleven. But mm-hmm. still, Golden State won this game. Yep. Um. There's, there's a little bit of a discrepancy in the turnover battle. Houston, um, you know, committed 17, where Golden State only committed 12. And, um, you know, I think this just goes to show that, you know, Houston didn't play a bad game. You know, we, no. we, we, we talk about Golden State, you know, breaking the record, uh, all their entire 75 scoring 15 or more. You look at Houston, Harden 29, Chris Paul 18, Capella 14, PJ Tucker 13. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. Oh, thank you. And Eric Gordon 15. I mean that's the, that's a, those are great numbers from your starting five. Problem is, yeah, you know Houston's bench. Austin Rivers put up 14 points. Gerald Green put up six. 
and then that was it. So, the rest is history. Exactly. Um, and be note, who knows how this game would have turned out if Harden didn't miss a couple minutes because of that eye laceration. Yep. And obviously, you know, if you saw his eyes, they were, they were and he and, and even when he came back into the game, you could see him. During, he was he was blinking a quite a, a pretty good amount. Like you yeah, could tell you, he was still getting tell. irritated. Oh, by yeah. It. I mean, I can't even imagine how much that's going to, you know, mess with your game if you literally can barely see oh, out of yeah. eye. Um, and he actually said that today in a press conference. Um, Harden said that he can barely see after injury to both eyes. Oh, gee, that, um, that's got it. His eyes were bleeding. Oh, that sounds like it just hurts so bad. Yeah. I have contacts, and so, like, when you get, like, knocked in the eye with, like, one of your contacts and it just starts, like, flustering a little bit, you can, the pain is just like, oh, my God, please stop. Yeah. Please stop. So, tough, tough for Houston there. And, you know, you have to think, I just keep having flashbacks to last year in 2018 finals when the Cavs had the had the opportunity to, to, to sneak a game, sneak a win at Oracle in game one when mm-hmm. LeBron dropped 50 and the famous JR off the Henny play where, you know, grabbed, grabbed the <laughs> rebound instead of putting it up for the game winner, ran what it outside. Um, so I'm just getting, like, PTSD flashbacks that, you know, Houston had their chance in game one to steal a game, and now it's just going to be, you know, Golden State in four. So that's my really? kind of deep fear. Um, you don't think you don't think Houston's gonna take one game? No, at, I think I think they will. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I think I think they take one at home, and then I think I think they win game three. I think they lose game four. I think they win Golden at Golden State game five. I think Golden State closes it out in Houston and six. Really? Um, there you have it, folks. They, it's right. Time traveled into the future and saw it happen. So. Yep. Um, but no, it's unfortunate. You know, even Steph and his dislocated finger, because that's what he ended up having mm-hmm. dislocation. It's just, you know, you hate to see injuries. We've already seen, you know, Boogie get hurt for Golden State. You've seen you, 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 Yusuf Nurkic get hurt for Portland before the playoffs. Yeah. Victor Oladipo for Indiana, too. You know, these injuries really change the landscape of how these playoffs are played and what happens. And it's just really unfortunate. To yeah, see. 100%. I, I completely agree. And I say, who knows how that um, Boston-Indiana series should have gone. Yeah, if, if a full depot's playing, that yeah. series might have won seven. Mm-hmm. Indiana could have won, so... Some injuries are very Indiana could have been a higher seed if they had Victor Oladipo too. That's so true. that's, that's, that's true. another thing to look at. But um, yeah, Houston definitely. I was, I was cheering for the Warriors game one, and but like that, but like I just felt so bad for Houston. Like watching that game from an NBA fan aspect, like I, Houston got robbed on so many three calls. Like if you're if you're gonna make the call of like the the the, the shooter has to be able to land. They did not call that play at they all. They did not. They, yep. It was like there was like five or six times, especially if you notice on the last play of the game when like James Harden had the three to uh, I forget was it to tie or whatever it was. Yeah, but, it would have been a tie. Yeah, and they don't they don't make the call. And I think it's Chris Paul got teed up then because he was upset about it, and he's got a reason to be upset about it because they were not making that that call, and that's that's the that's the rule. So I feel like Houston may have got robbed in game one, but uh, Warriors escape. They're up 2-0, going back into Houston. Exactly. They, they took care of business. There's they, nothing you can do about it now. They at home. Yeah, There's nothing you can do about home. it. All right, so let's move over to Boston-Milwaukee. Yeah. And I want to pose this question to you. So, which player, which star is more valuable to their respective team? Kyrie Irving or Giannis Antetokounmpo? Go. Giannis. Why? Because that man is the Greek freak. He, he takes over games. Does it all like Kyrie? We saw last year when Kyrie was out that uh, Terry Rozier could play yeah, more of an yeah, off. That, that play, team did play step more up of a point without Kyrie and Gordon Hayward yeah. last year. So I think 
I don't know how this team would respond. This Milwaukee team would respond without Giannis. Because I feel like he is just such a such a talent. Like, last night I had a double-double 29-10. But, like, he's so big and he takes over games so much that I feel like if they didn't have Giannis, it would be very lopsided. So, just looking at it, uh, looking at the box scores. So, game one, when Boston won, Kyrie scored Kyrie. 26 points on 12 of 21 shooting. 11 assists and 7 rebounds, which 11 assists was a playoff career high for him. Yeah. Giannis in game one, 7 of 21, seven re- 8 rebounds, 1 steal, 1 block, 22 points, but a minus 24 plus minus. Now, let's really fast forward to game two. Kyrie, 4 of 18, 1 of 5 from 3, 4 assists, 5 boards, 9 points, minus 19 plus minus. Giannis. My laptop, if my laptop would like to scroll. I'm going to give it to you? Okay. No, no, no. Yeah, okay. I got it. Okay. Giannis, 7 of 16, 2 of 4 from 3, which was crazy. 3 of 18 from the line, which is where, you know, he he, he, he should be spending a lot of time. 10 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, a block, and 29 points for a plus 20. Now, I'm interested in seeing... So, game 1, Giannis did not play well, and they got murdered. Game 2... Kyrie doesn't play well, and, you know, Boston loses by a lot. I'm waiting for the game where they both put it together, and, you know, we see Kyrie have have an all-star game. We see Giannis have an all-star game. At that point, who's the better team? I don't know. That's a good question. Right now, we've seen seen both teams have their star player struggle, and in both of those games, they lost. I think, and speaking of teams, um, I think Giannis is more essential to Milwaukee but with Kyrie being the better, with, with Kyrie being the best that Kyrie can be, I think the Celtics are a better team overall. Yeah, I, I just think... Does that make sense? Yeah. For, for Milwaukee, I think hmm, it's tough because so much of that scoring revolves around Giannis and Chris Middleton. You know, Eric Bledsoe is kind of an, the unsung hero on this team. He dropped 21 last. He did. 21, yep. five assists. Um... But you don't really expect Bledsoe to take the brunt of the scoring. You kind of put that on Giannis and Middleton. Yep. And while they came through last game, you know, part of me wants to say, you know, if if Boston can somehow figure out the formula for Giannis. Crack the code. Yeah, and they they seem to have done that in game one. Did not work out in game two, obviously. But if they can figure out how to defend Giannis, I feel like that's more detrimental to the Bucs. Than Kyrie not playing well for Boston, if you know what I mean. I got you. So I think to answer my question, to answer my own question, I think Giannis <laughs> is the more valuable player. Yes. Because if you stop Giannis, I think Milwaukee, mm-hmm. as good as they are, and you know they did have the best record in, in the NBA, I think they will mightily, mightily struggle if Giannis struggles and they kind of go as he goes. Because um, if Giannis isn't producing, it's just Middleton at that point, essentially. Yeah. Um, you know, Milwaukee's a very deep team, but they're not necessarily star-ridden, where I think Boston has more star potential. Because if Kyrie True. has a bad I, game, yeah. if Kyrie's a bad game, they have Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Al Horford, who's the seasoned vet. Go Gators. You know, T- Terry Rozier, who's had a down year, but, you know, we, we saw what he did last year in the playoffs. Yeah. Gordon Hayward as well. He's finally starting to shake that rust off. They got off. that depth. Yeah. And that, he, and I he, feel like Milwaukee does not have. And Yeah. They have better depth, I guess I would say, because, yeah. you know, Milwaukee's deep. 
You know, you got guys like George Hill, who won the finals last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sterling Brown. Ersan <laughs> uh, Ilyasova. DJ Wilson. Dante DiVincenzo, if they need him. Pat Connaughton's been putting a lot of minutes. Um, but I just feel like once you get past Giannis and Middleton, and, you know, like Giannis is... Giannis and Kyrie are like tier one in the series. Yeah. And then tier two, I think, would be like Middleton, uh, Jason Tatum, Al Horford, maybe Jalen Brown. And then tier three would be like Brooke Lopez, Eric Bledsoe, uh, Jalen Brown. I think it just shows, though, right there, though, how big. If you only have like one tier two player, and then you're talking about the Celtics who have multiple. Yeah, Gordon Hayward. So, yeah. like, it just goes on. I think it shows how much more they need Giannis to step up. Exactly. And, um, you know, so far this season, no one's really slowed him down. But Boston can figure him out like they did in game one. I think Boston could, could win this series. I think because I think they could be the better team. There you have it. Boom. All right. Uh, let's move on. Let's, you know, we make we, we like to make predictions here on this podcast. I like predictions. Uh, we're usually wrong, yeah, but we don't talk happens. about that. Um, so we gave our, you know, before the series, we gave our predictions. Now that we're two games in for the most part, let's just run through them again. Let's go. Let's start with the game we just talked about, Milwaukee-Boston. After we've seen two games, how are you feeling the rest of the series? So when we first made these predictions at the beginning, I said Boston over Milwaukee. And then last week I came on here and I said Milwaukee over Boston. Two games in, series 1-1. I'm going back to Boston. (laughs) Going back my to mind Boston. is my mind is a pretzel and it keeps flipping. <laughs> um, I'm going back to Boston again. Gotcha. Because I think Bo- shovel up to Boston. Oh. <laughs> I think you. I think Boston has the help, and I think if Giannis doesn't have Giannis is a, one of those great players who rarely has bad nights. But I think if they're able to limit Giannis, I think Boston can take advantage of that and they can take this series. And it might be it might go seven games, but I think they can do it. Yeah. Um. This this series is the toughest one for me to call um, because it does it, it goes back to the fact you know can they stop Giannis? Can they? That's that's the question. And personally, I think they do. What? No, not sorry. Oh, I don't what? think they. <laughs> I don't think they do. Um, I do not. I feel like not. game one they th- they threw Aaron Baines and Al Horford at him and it worked. Game two tried to do the same thing did not work, and I feel like you know. There's almost no stopping for a player like of Giannis's caliber, yeah. and he showed game two that he's also not scared to start shooting some threes. And if he's knocking those down, you might as well just run for the hills because it's game over. So I'm gonna take Milwaukee. I still like how they have home court advantage. Obviously, Boston kind of took it away from them, you know, by stealing one of the games. How do you see the next two games going in Boston? I think they split again. Split again? Yeah, I think they split. I think Milwaukee wins three. Boston wins four. Do you say this goes seven? No, yeah, yeah, yeah it goes three, seven. four. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, Milwaukee wins five, Boston six at home, and then I think Milwaukee wins in seven. There you have it. All right, move over to the other game, other series in the East, Philly, Toronto. That's a good series. Um, right now it's tied at one. We're all knotted up with Philly just taking the most recent game. Um, this series, I originally said Toronto, and I said Toronto again last week. I'm sticking with my gut. I'm sticking with this pick. I'm going Toronto again. Yeah, Toronto I'm, staying. I'm all staying with Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Kawhi. I, th- I think that experience is going to win out. You know, with with Kawhi Leonard. You know, he's been to the finals before. He knows how to lead a team. 
Um, if, I don't know, if Jimmy Butler and Joel Embiid keep going off like they have been, it, it's going to be a very interesting series. Jimmy Buckets dropping 30 yeah. last game. I think 30 11. This is the one series that I'm least confident in. I have Toronto winning it, but honestly, like, we, we can't, I can't understate how talented up front Philadelphia is with Embiid, Simmons, Harris, Butler, um, JJ Redick. That, that's, that's one of the most talented starting fives in the NBA. But I am going to stick with my gut and say Toronto, but I could very well see Philly win in this series. All right, move over to the West, Golden State, Houston. Well, what are you looking for the rest of the series? Um, I'm interested to see how Houston responds. If, 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 if they don't respond game three, it's over, mm-hmm. without a doubt. I agree. I think you're down 2-0. You already feel like you've you've been cheated out of a game Yep. in game one. You're going back to your home now. How are you going to respond to the Warriors and say, we got to get the series back. Give it. We we got to mark if they if they can't respond in this game three, um. Get ready for postseason. I think. Yeah, no. Or off season. Off season. Get ready uh, for the off season. You know, I know this isn't an elimination game, but it's 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 do or die. Mm-hmm. They they need this win. If they don't get it, there's no chance they come back. Because even if they um, win game four, then it doesn't. You're going back to Oracle up three one. Exactly. It doesn't matter. Or down three one. I'm sorry. Um, I I I think that you know they got punched in the mouth games one and two. Uh, you know, this is a team that they know that they can hang with Golden State. They know that they can beat them. Yeah. Um, but again, I'm back to the whole thing. I'm kind of scared that they're playing timid now or playing angry or upset, and not in like a good way because of you know the whole thing with the refs and yeah. now James mm-hmm. Harden's hurt. And it's just it's a recipe for disaster right now. I don't want to say it's excuses, but like you're playing with the like the up. Here we yeah, refs are going to decide this exactly, game. We're not. We can't know, decide this game. Exactly. So I think they're in a, they're in a slippery slope right now. Um, I think Game Three is a must win. I still think Golden State probably closes out in six. I think they like close out in five. But um, this is Game Game Three is gonna be huge for Houston. They need it. They need that win. Mm-hmm. All right, other other series, Portland Denver. Denver won Game One, Game Two tonight. Who you got? What you looking for as a series? I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Denver. I'm going to take Denver to run this wave out, and they're going to win in six games. Hmm. This is a weird one. I don't know. I This one's tough. This is the one I think is the toughest, honestly, because I... Because Denver showed... Denver did not look very great, I guess you could say. They featured they went seven games against with San Antonio. Yeah. But, I don't know. I think the first game, though, I don't. I just didn't feel like Portland brought it all. They could yeah. bring more. Bring more. Um, Show me more. I'm I'm gonna take Denver, um, because I think they have. If if you look at the best, the top five best players in the series, Damian Lillard's probably number one, Jokic is two, and then after that, I think I give it to Jamal Murray three, CJ McCollum four, and then either Gary Harris or Paul Millsap five. Honestly, mm-hmm. um, and when you have three of the five best players, in the series i think that bodes well for your team obviously yeah um and the thing that scares me for portland is that damian lillard damian lillard played another very very good game 39 points six assists shot um above 50 percent from the field yeah. and they still lost by eight we use Jokic dropped 37 exactly jamal murray dropped yep. 23 and then harris dropped 11 so so that worries me and for paul Millsap dropped 19 yeah so that, that, that worries me for portland the fact that dame played a great game and they still weren't able to, you know, pull pull it off in Denver. 
So I'm gonna take Denver. I think the series goes six, and I think they win it. Also, I don't know if you I don't know if you watched part of that game, but he only had six points. But I remember watching that game though. The spark that Mason Plumley brought. Yo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like only six points. He had a minus plus uh, plus minus of nine, minus three. But the spark I think he gave that crowd he and had that five atmosphere. Steals. Yeah. Five steals. Mm-hmm. The spark he brought, I think, that was that was a, that uh doesn't show in the stat sheet, but uh very brig. Yeah, it shout was. out Mason Plumley. It was. Yeah, shout out Mason Plumley. Yeah. Um. All right. Any anything else to add? Um. Before before we wrap up this episode, Curtis. Uh, I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you one question. Okay. Ask me it. I'm gonna ask you something. Hit me. Series no. concludes. Toronto. Okay. <laughs> Toronto and Philly have two guys this off season that are gonna be free agents. Okay. Two big name guys. Okay. So you you have Jimmy Buckets. Yep. And Kawhi Leonard. One of them's gonna lose the series. Yep. Whichever two, which one do you think has a better chance of leaving if they lose the series? Kawhi. Kawhi. Yeah, I think I think um, you know Jimmy Butler is on the team that's really really set up for the future. Obviously, with Joel Embiid still young, Ben Simmons still very young. Um, so I think I think if Butler loses, he's gonna stay stay put because you know there isn't a much more attractive landing spot than playing with those all stars in true. Philly. Whereas Kawhi. I think you know this. This was Toronto's last ditch, last ditch, last ditch effort there to you go. to win a title. Um, and I feel like I know they have Siakam, who's might win Most Approved Player. Is going to be All Star for years to come. Lowry's kind of getting up there in age. They have Marcus Saul, who's going to be gone in the off season, probably more than yeah. likely. And you know that he's he's going to be money. I don't know if he. I don't know if you want to throw that money to to an aging big man. Um, Ibaka's getting up there in age now too. So is Danny True. Green even. So I mean, I I I don't know, I don't know if the, if Toronto is the environment Kawhi wants to stay long term, just pure basketball reasons. So I think if they lose, I think he's out for sure. I think if they make it to the finals, then that's a whole different story. We can talk about that later. Yeah. But um, I think Kawhi's got the the the, the highest chance of leaving if they lose a series. Big series then for Toronto. A big series for Toronto. Big, big series. Big, big series. All right. Anything else? Yeah, I'm good. Well, that is all the time we have for this episode of the Off the Glass Podcast, presented by the Griffcast. My name is Nolan Hopkins. Oh, I got one last thing to say also. If there's any free agents out there who want to come for next year's Interim oh, Basketball we, season, yeah, we, need, <laughs> we need players. Looking for free agents, so... Literally anyone that can play the game of basketball. Just DM great. us on Twitter. And we'll yeah, seriously. Give you a, give you a nice uh, scouting report. We'll give you like a... What is it? Shoot around. Yeah, we'll come, to, if, come to tryouts we'll that yeah, we're going to be hosting insane. sometime. But thank we'll, you, that's all. All right. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Real RealGriffcast. At Real Griffcast, more news and updates. Not only this podcast, but the rest of our lineup. And just a quick update: this is our last week of classes, which means next week is our last week of school, what? which means we have one more episode left of this season. Ooh! So make sure to watch out for that. What are we gonna do? Oh, it's gonna Some be a surprise. Um, but again, my name is Nolan Hopkins, and for Curtis Petsky, we will see you next time. See ya.